Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey guys, welcome to AfterBuzz TV Spotlight On. We're very excited about this one. We have a very special guest. I'm one of your hosts, JJ Jurgens, and I'm joined here tonight by... By Nando Velasquez. Hi, everybody. And our very special guest is Drew Powell, who plays Butch on Gotham. Yay! Yay! Hey, guys. Hey, guys. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. We're so happy to have you here. Real pleasure. All right, well, this couldn't have been a better night to have you in because last night we just got off watching one of the best episodes that you've had this season so far. So episode 11, Rogue's Gallery. Yeah. Yes, it just aired last night, and I even saw on Twitter you got a lot of comments, a lot of people reaching out <laughs> to you. A little butch love, a little butch love. A little, yeah. a lot of yeah. butch love. Yeah, it was yeah. nice. How did this episode feel for you? Like, well, you know, the, the thing about Butch's character is, is kind of from the beginning, Bruno told me that, that you know, Butch was going to be a slow burn, and, and, and that, you know, the whole point of Butch as a character was that, you know, People underestimate him until it's too late. Mm-hmm. And that was true as a character, but it was also true for me waiting, you know, as I watched these episodes unfurl and, you know, we started shooting him, well, the pilot in March. Mm-hmm. So I've been you know, kind of sitting on my hat waiting and waiting and waiting. And finally last night, <clears throat> there have been a couple of nice little moments throughout, but finally last night was the one where I'm like, okay, all right, you know, yeah. this is the one. Yeah. And it, it, I loved it when we shot it and it was great to see it on TV. Uh, yeah. I love this character and, and we're just starting to see, I think, where Bush is going to go. Yeah, and, and I think yeah, I think Butch officially arrived last night <laughs> yeah, at the exactly. ending moments of that episode. Yeah, that's right, with that big monologue and yeah. uh, and that gunshot. So yeah, absolutely. Well, and also I think, but part part of part of the joy of this thing and, and what I love about Bruno and Danny, uh, Bruno Heller and Danny Cannon, the, mm-hmm. the kind of the brains behind the organization. They've allowed their writers who are, you know, got an amazing staff of writers because you can imagine how hard this is. It's Gotham. It's a prequel. It's a origin story. It's, you got a whole legion of fans that are, are, are madly in love with the Batman mm-hmm. story. And you've also got to create a 22 hours of television. So, you know, you can't, yeah. you know, it's, it's a very tricky minefield, I think, to navigate. And I think they do such a good job. And one of the things that they do that is great uh, is that they kind of go with the flow. They wait to see where the story takes them. And they, Bruno said this in a couple of interviews where, you know, things that are working, they go with that. And and one of the cool things is, you know, with Jada and I, Fish and, and, and Butch, you know, we've had this kind of chemistry from day mm-hmm. one, and it's been so much fun to play. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. And, and and they've kind of gone with that. And that's been really a, a cool thing to, to watch them 
then you know we get a, a, a script and we tear through it and I'm like oh yeah I'm seeing the you know kind of the culmination of yeah. some of the stuff we've been doing and and so the next couple episodes coming up that really comes into play. Well, it Do is you, a great it is a great relationship that you have with Fish. I mean, you're uh, one of the few people that she seems to be a little yeah. uh, a little nervous about, as we saw <laughs> in last week's episode. What do you think yeah. is is Fish's take on Butch? Well, I I think Fish is is a very smart smart woman, and and she doesn't have uh, she knows to, to to not keep too many people close. And I think Butch is the one guy. Mm-hmm. In in her life, you know that she, that she allows in, and um and and that's why I think last week's episode was kind of uh, was cool to play at least from my vantage point because, you know, <clears throat> I think in the script it said this the scene where I've talked to Saviano and I'm wait I'm sitting there in the club and she comes up and she's like so mm-hmm. how is it like oh you know give me time and at the end of that it said in the script the 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 serpent of doubt has slid into their relationship or something more like <laughs> that but but it was true like it was this moment of like. You know, Fish was genuinely, you know, worried. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I think, you know, at least from my point of view, Butch had a real decision to make. And, uh, and, and so that's, that was really. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The uh, a fun thing to play, which was really fun to watch you because it was fun to see for the first time we see her character Fish feel, and she even says that yeah. a woman has insecurities, which exactly. we've never heard her say like no. anything showing That's weakness like fish, that. Yeah. yeah, so for you to be the one that can do that to her is pretty awesome. But yeah, yeah I, I mean the way you played just your face, you know, your face as you walked away, and like what what went into yeah. the choices you made for that episode? Well, a lot of it's on the page, a lot of it's there, um, but but I think it just helps to have this this kind of this basis. Of, of the episode, episodes leading up to it. And maybe not all of it has made it to, to screen. I mean, a lot of it, you know, Jada and I spent a lot of time together, you know, in between mm-hmm. shots and, 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 and just the kind of the way that our, our characters have kind of grown together. Um, playing that, you know, was a lot easier because of the way that we, the storyline's gone. So, so it was kind of natural. And, and, and from my, I guess from my point of view, it's like, okay, I'm ma- imagining myself with my old buddy from, from back home. We all have them. I'm from yeah. Indiana. I got a bunch of old buddies back home. Uh, and, and, you know, who do you choose? You know, your boss, mm-hmm. who you, you know, have this relationship with or, or your old buddy. Uh, and, and that's a tough choice, you know? Now you mentioned, uh, you mentioned that you had conversations about the character that you knew that you were going to have some stuff coming up. Uh, but being an original character on a show that, you know, anyone could just go to a comic book shop and, and shop and buy 75 years worth of comics <laughs> yeah, right. to look up the majority of these characters. Yeah. You, you and Jada have these original characters. Yeah. So what differences, uh, do you have in playing your characters as opposed to, let's say, uh, you know, Rodler Taylor or, yeah. or, uh, Donalog or anybody else that has already an established character in the DC universe? Well, that's a good question. I mean, it's, it's a blessing and a curse. On the one hand, uh, I think you, you feel like you're a little more vulnerable vulnerable because it's, <laughs> it's hard to kill the Riddler. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's hard to kill the Penguin. Yeah. I mean, and there's been some conversation about that, which I find really interesting, too, and, and I think Bruno has a really interesting take on it. But, you know, there is that, you know, it's a lot easier to get rid of the new characters. On the other hand, you get to create a new character, and I think mm-hmm. that um, the guys on our show, Robin and, and all those guys that have, that have you know, uh, certainly Ben and Donald, have, have done a great job of making those characters.
of their own while honoring, you know, the history, mm-hmm. but, you know, creating, because you have to, you can't, you can't play somebody else's, you know, version of a character. You have to make it your own. So it's a little easier for us in that regard. Um, but what's funny is, so we get to be a new character that slides into this world that we all know and love. And, and I went back, one of the first things I did was go back to watch, you know, some of the Batman, you know, the Tim Burton, as well as, as uh, obviously the Nolan stuff. And, and then even, uh, some of the TV stuff, which I had, hadn't seen in years. And <laughs> yeah. the campiest, funniest stuff. stuff. Oh. It, is, it is hilarious. Oh. I mean, you know, walking around with the bomb and you're like, oh, no, yeah. there's nuns. I can't throw it there. Like, you know, literally the bomb with the, the, the fuse sticking out of it. Yeah. You know, so this, there's this kind of wide pantheon of story out there. And, and, and another little side note. Now, now that we're Batman family, I've got a little boy about to be four years old. We've been playing Lego Batman and, and that's it on Xbox. I haven't played a video game in years and suddenly we're in, you know, Gotham playing, you know. Yeah. And he asked me the other day, he's like, where's the Butch Gilzine character? Aww. I'm like, that's, that's the next, next one. Yeah. That's the next Coming one. up. <laughs> were you, how, how, so you studied up on this, but were you a big fan growing up of the comics or comics in general? I, I wouldn't say I was a big fan. I was as much of a fan as, as anyone who kind of grows up. And it's funny, again, back to my son, you, I remember now, oh yeah, there's stages, you know, you, you start with a certain thing, but superheroes early on attached themselves, especially the little mm-hmm. boys, also little girls. And, and so all of Leo and his buddies are, are, Batman or Superman or Iron Man, you know, and that's that's an early thing. And so I guess that was true to me to a certain extent. I mean, I remember the USA Network had the Super Friends, you know. Was, yeah. that, was that the one? Super I think Friends. It was, yeah. yeah. You know, so that, that was definitely there, but I wouldn't say it was a – I didn't buy comics and any of that stuff. So I'm kind of coming late to the game on that. But it's kind of fun, too, because I get to experience that again yeah. for the first time. I've had mm. my comic book friends, uh, as they call themselves, the comic book nerd friends, tell me <laughs> all all of the ones that I should watch, you know, the ones that are specifically about the the, uh, uh, the portion or you know about the origin stuff and so i've been reading through those on my ipad which is yeah. weird you know it's a whole new world right <laughs> yeah. um and and that's been fun the, the experience yeah, yeah and a fun thing to share with your son now oh, too yeah. you know Absolutely. you guys can have the memories together Absolutely. yeah yeah so you said the writers kind of write as they go as they see things develop then how soon do you get the do you get a few scripts at a time do you get <laughs> one at a time or? yeah you, very often it's <laughs> it's right before i mean you know maybe a week before it depends you know it's 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 hard to there's a lot of steps in the process mm-hmm. and you got to get it okayed by the studio the network and all that stuff but but yeah i mean it's 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 definitely one at a time and it's usually you know a week, sometimes two weeks ahead of time and and i i, I said this to somebody else i did a, a guest star on um Ray Donovan last year and it was fun cuz i showed up and and i uh, I showed up in the makeup department and I couldn't get anybody's attention because the new script had come out and they were all nose in the script. And and that's a rare thing, especially for mm-hmm. crews and people that work on the shows. Like, you, know, you kind of, the next script comes up or whatever. But to be on a show in Gotham's the same way. Like, everybody can't wait to get the next script to see what happens. Yeah. That is, you know, when we're talking about, it's great to be a working actor, full stop. Then there's grade, gradations of extra great and and one of the great things is being uh, you know uh, on a show where it's exciting and everybody's excited about it um and so that's been i I can't tell you how great that's been speaking of guest stars you've had your career so many wonderful like (laughs) guest star roles i mean you had a huge role in the mentalist and the whole red john suspect like i mean how's that been getting to play on so i mean 
so many different shows with so many different people. Yeah, my wife used to joke that I was the king of the guest stars, and <laughs> and, and that's great. It was it was great, but it was also it's so nice to be able to kind of focus on one character yeah. for a while. Because usually what happens is you're the guy, you come in, you have a lot to do because you have to deliver you know story. You have to you're either the bad guy or you're the good guy or you're the, you're the good guy that everybody thinks is bad or whatever you know. But then you're done. You're one and done. Now the Mentalist was nice because that was a great run and the whole Red John storyline was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's been another blessing about this job is that I get to focus on one character and see where this thing's going to go. And I I don't have to, you know, leave after the next episode. So I get to Mm -hmm. stick around. And that's been, I think, I think to answer your question, that is the, the, the education I've gotten from all those. I think at one point I had done 16 shows in one calendar year (sighs) or at least episodes of television. And, and that was fantastic, but, but uh, a little schizophrenic. (laughs) Um, So uh, great education, but I'm really glad to be able to focus on this guy for a little while. Yeah. And it seems like you guys are pretty cool on the set. It's not, you know, it's a Twitter feed, a bunch of photos, and, <laughs> yeah. and even though you don't get to work with everybody all the time, you seem to be really tight. And- Absolutely. And that started early, and it started from the top, you know, with, with Ben and Donald. Donald's been around for so long, and he knows you know, exactly how a cast should be. And, and, and just a lot of the guys, you know, Andrew Stewart-Jones was a, a great guy early on to kind of get everybody together, and, and we, we, had a, we had a great party on a rooftop uh, in New York right, right before uh, the premiere at some point and uh and it was most of the cast was there that's there's a picture that that was taken that night by tj scott one of the great directors mm-hmm. we've had of all of us kind of you know roaring or something it was, it was, <laughs> it was just such a nice moment of okay we're about to go on this kind of life-changing experience together and we had this great bonding moment and it, it was it's just wonderful some of the email chains that have gone around you know about just kind of full of love you know that doesn't happen very often yeah. and i think that, that there's a real correlation to that and, and a show being good. You know, there's a, you know, we're all on the same team. We're all pulling mm-hmm. for each other. And, and, uh, you would think that'd be kind of second nature. That's not necessarily the case on a lot of shows I've seen. So it's, that's really cool. You were telling us before a little bit about some of the behind the scenes stuff, like we're about your suits. Can you share some of that information for us? I was saying, yeah. you really pull off vintage, yeah. perfect. Yeah, yes. I can see you definitely having yeah. a bit of a, a niche here. Oh, man. And I am in love in that. Well, <laughs> the, the, I will doff my cap initially to Lisa Padovani, who's our amazing uh, costume uh, designer. She comes from the world of uh, Boardwalk Empire, the departed. She has a, a list a mile long of amazing credits, but. She has has had as much of an impact on the show as anybody, and you know everything from the way uh, Selena Cameron's this look with the you know the goggles to mm-hmm. you know uh, the way Penguin. I mean, Penguin's look is so specific yeah, and yeah. so good, and yeah. and so for me, uh, when I got there in the pilot and we're in the, having a fitting, and she and I are talking, she's this great you know personality, and you know she handed me <laughs> she she handed me a pair of vintage socks, like socks from the thirties, and sorry, and and I put them on, and they're they like almost see through, you know, and then she handed. <laughs> me these white George Jefferson loafers and I put those things on I'm like that's Butch that's Butch <laughs> like this is part of the guy I heard John C. Riley say one time that he starts with his shoes and, and I totally get that because for me it was like that's the guy Butch is this guy who really cares the way about how he looks mm-hmm. you know he's a big old oafish kind of guy but he's you know he is always going to have his his pocket square just right and his, his, his uh, uh, you know his uh, uh, 
Cufflinks. Uh, thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. You, I gotcha. Yeah, and, and 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 so that's really a big part of the character. And so it's been so much fun that the suits are made by this guy uh, Martin Greenfield, who does you know, president suits. He does Obama and, wow. and Clinton, and he did Eisenhower. I mean, he's ninety some years old, and oh. he and his sons run this out of their Brooklyn warehouse. And it, it's his story alone is is a whole another. We could have a whole another show about that. But <laughs> but it, it was it's so fun. You put on those custom made beautiful suits with the I mean the, with the paisley and the purple. Yeah. I wore one to the premiere because I said to Lisa like I just need to wear this as much as possible <laughs> <laughs> any chance I get and uh, so yeah it's it's been a huge part and you it's think fun. you get to take Are any of that stuff home <laughs> yeah <laughs> after I don't know, I don't know. Uh, I'm they gonna say go no missing. and uh, <laughs> yes, look yeah. for me <laughs> at your next wedding in one of those purple suits <laughs> there you go yeah. absolutely yeah. <laughs> you know uh, one thing I want to bring up I don't know if it's been brought up, brought up but you were talking before about the audition process and you originally were actually up for a different part you weren't uh, yep which was someone that was created afterwards. That's right. Uh, initially, I, I went in for uh, for Bullock, um, but I had an idea kind of going in that, that Bullock was going to need to be a little older, and and uh, and you know, Donald is a perfect choice for that. Mm. But uh, so that was almost. Uh, Geez, a year ago it was like December last year, mm-hmm. and then you know I was kind of bummed because I really, I really was excited about this project, and yeah. I love Bruno in a you know it, it, so much. I just admire the heck out of him, and so then you know a, a few maybe a month later, this this other role came up, and um, and uh, and it was like okay, yes, this this one is right in my wheelhouse, and and so yeah, it, it worked out, and. Um, and that was it. You know, we were off to the races. So this was a character that was created for you. Do you think at, at all that that, that perhaps uh, Bruno is talking with DC and maybe they're they're getting some information from them? Can, in other words, can we see uh, Butch possibly in a future comic? Do you think? I hope so. Are you <laughs> a watching? movie, Jeff, a movie, Jeff Jeff Jones, <laughs> maybe a, Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Right? I'm just there saying, you go. I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> and I really want an action figure, man. That's that would that, be yeah. that's on the bucket list. I mean, because sure. you got to look, you got to look like Walking ah. Dead's a perfect example. Norman Reedus's character was an original character, and look yep. what it's done for him. That's exactly. And I've thought about that on a, on a number of occasions um, because I think that's it's cool. It's hard. It's yeah. hard to create a character that that can get the same kind of love as these seventy yeah. five year old characters, but. But um, yeah, that's a great example of of one that I I would you know it would be so lucky to emulate that kind of scenario. You've done it though. People love you. Everyone was I was reading your <laughs> Facebook page and Twitter. You know, yesterday people were so fired up that they were you know you're one of their favorites on the show, mm-hmm. and they were just so fired up to uh-huh. see you have this turn like you did last night. It's very that, sweet. Yeah. It's very sweet. I, I was saying to you guys before we went on the air that I'm so impressed by the fans' understanding and knowledge of, of kind of how TV works and how this works. And, and they've been so, I think, generous, at least what I've seen, um, with us and, and are just on board and, and kind of get how, like, they're okay that, that it's a new thing, mm-hmm. you know, that we're doing our best to kind of marry the old with the new. But um, it seems like, at least so far, they've been on board. And that's so gratifying. And, and mm-hmm. it's it's such a great feeling to know that they're there with us, you know. Yeah, because it's a tough crowd that could be pretty sure. Yeah, no. smart Pretty, crowd. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you do not, not want to. You do them. not want to piss nerds yeah. off when it comes to the source material. You just do not. We are very particular Amen. as to Amen. what we want. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I, but I think as as we laugh, like that's that's a legit thing. I, that Hollywood is paying attention to that. You know, yeah. they're, they're, it's it's you know that is not a, a laughing matter anymore. I mean, we, 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 you know, the the, the nerd herds are, are I mean, running yeah, the school just look now. Comic Con, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, did yeah. you get to go this past year? I didn't, and I would uh, love to go because I've got a lot of, of friends that have gone and have told me stories, 
and it sounds like it's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I'm hoping hoping Butch gets the nod. So far, yeah, based on nice. what we're seeing, I have a feeling <laughs> yeah. we have a, a ticket to San Diego in your future. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah, and I a spinoff. It. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> My agents, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Let's also talk about, you were talking a little bit about the city itself and where you guys shoot. And can you talk about the sets or your shooting schedule? Yeah, yeah. We we shoot, uh, the the interior is at Steiner Studios. Um, We share it with the following. And uh, uh, there's a, I forget who else is there now. Um, uh, But uh, it's, it's a great spot there in Brooklyn at the Navy Yards. But then, like, you know, you can't have a show called Gotham without using New York City, and we do. I mean, we've been in Staten Island, we've been in Yonkers, we've been all up and down Manhattan. So I've gotten uh, yeah, Long Island. I've gotten a great education as someone who I spent a little bit of time in New York when I did the uh, Pee Wee Herman show on Broadway. <laughs> that uh, is yeah. awesome. <laughs> Drop that name. That there. is awesome. It's awesome and yes. totally weird. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say that I had a vast knowledge of New York, and I'm starting to learn now because I'm getting this tour. You know, we're mm-hmm. on location, we're in that van, and we're going. Uh, all kinds of one of the cool places I can't think of the name. It's a it's a, an old army base, but it's in in Long Island where we we did the the scene where I blew up the the van. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and that was just a gorgeous spot, you know, there on the on the oh, sound yeah. and and uh, so yeah, it's that's been a great uh, a great joy to kind of no, get to know New York. I mean, and your, as your a New Yorker, hometown, right? yeah, it's yeah. my hometown. As a New Yorker, I, I mean, you know, I always said even in, in the DC universe, there's Gotham City and there's New York City. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> New York is Gotham. That's right. That's sure the way. Is. That's the way. You kind of look at it. it you sure can't is. help it. It's you like it's it. a cheap version of New York, but it's it's New York. It is. It's for so sure. So I love the fact that yeah. they're not using sound stages in, in L.A. or yeah. Vancouver or any place else. They're yeah. actually in New York. Me too. Place. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Too many times they've used Toronto as New York, and that's <laughs> fine. I love Toronto and I love Canada, but in this this instance, you know, you need it needed to be New York. And I, I, I would give another shout out to the visual effects team because uh, a couple times they've been on set and and showed me with their computers how they turn things. Like Arkham, for example, is this old. Uh, hospital that they but you know and they use part of it but then they integrate it into this mm-hmm. amazing thing that you end up seeing mm-hmm. and so even though I was there and I was you know when we shot it it, it looks completely different because of what they're able to do so yeah. that's a real talent they do a great they job do, yeah. of really having that era and, and yeah. just mixing yeah. that style and the whole yeah. look of it is just great dark yeah. and yeah and that's Danny Cannon I mean mm-hmm. that's that guy uh, is a wizard when it comes to creating a look and that that again you know Bruno's the brains of, of the script and the story Danny is the brains of how it looks and, and both of those are very difficult mm-hmm. things in this instance you mm-hmm. know yeah. um, and I give him uh, full credit for doing a great job you brought up the scene where you blew up the van yes. so you've had some great scenes because you tied up the got the nun tied up yeah <laughs> did you have a favorite scene so far for you um Oh man, that that's we've a tough seen, question. I guess, yeah, can... I mean, I, I guess, I guess the the one last night would be my favorite in, in uh, the the ending scene mm-hmm. with with Saviano. But before up to that point, um, there was this, this, the scene with the nuns. You know, that, <laughs> how's it hanging, ladies, yeah. uh, sisters? Uh, that was a lot of fun. And, and then the idea, uh, the, uh, it got cut down a little bit, but there was a little the, the back and forth with the drivers. You know, and, and it's like you know, you know, and I got, you got to get hurt a little. Do you want it? You want you want yeah. it, uh, you know, on a, a a beating or a bullet? You know, and, and then they're like, what, what, what? And then it's like, ah, forget it. And they shoot him in the knee. Like, those are the kind of fun <laughs> things to do. Or mm-hmm. the pilot when you had, uh, when you had, uh, Bennett and Donald upside down <laughs> in a yeah. meat locker. Yeah. Like, and stuff like that. You have all these really yeah. good scenes yeah. and everything. Or when we're talking a little bit about the, the little interaction with Alfred, who I love. Oh, yeah. I love in Gotham how Alfred oh, yeah. is such a, uh, you know, a brute. Oh, yeah. You know, he's <laughs> kicked no, ass. Do yeah. not mess with, do not mess with that dude. <laughs> do not. And, and brilliantly played by Sean. I mean, there's another example. The casting, you know, uh, on this has been genius. That's you know Sherry Thomas and Sharon Bialy. They they 
the, the Wizards behind Breaking Bad and a million other shows. They and and, and hats off to, to Fox and, and Warner Brothers too because they were able to you know it wasn't all stunt casting. You got you definitely got some stars in there, but it's a lot of people that are great actors. John Doman mm-hmm. is incredible. When that scene in that meatpacking plant when he comes up and gives me that icy stare, mm-hmm. you know I was you know about to pee my pants. I mean, <laughs> he, he's legitimately got this great energy. So so yeah, it's such a fun group to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. Well, you know, you also get to play a little, you know, not only killing people, but you were scary when you were in, like, Barbara's ear, or like, threatening her. Oh, yeah. But, no, you as a person are such a nice, friendly, fun guy. So what is it, well, what have you enjoyed or has been difficult for you in, in, in this character? You know, I, I've found in the last several years, particularly, uh, I've I've had these roles where I play these kind of nasty guys, mm-hmm. you know. That and I don't know if it's because of I put off this this energy of like, oh, he's a nice guy. Oh, wait a minute, <laughs> he stabbed and killed everyone. <laughs> um, but it is a fun thing to play. Now, my my you know my folks and my my, my aunts and, and and my my old lady friends are not happy about the fact. Why do you always have to play a bad guy? <laughs> and is your dad a preacher? Did yeah. I read that correctly? Yep, yeah, he okay, is so. absolutely. Yeah, Reverend Jim. Wow. Yeah, uh, and and my parents are are cool with it. They they've been on this journey with me from the beginning so they get it it's more the other folks that are like well why do you always have to be such a mean guy I get that but I gotta tell you it's a lot of fun to play a mean guy I have a theory I've noticed this in a lot of people that I meet the people who play the villains seem to be the more interesting people behind the scenes and I don't know I don't know sometimes I think maybe they're just projecting like I'm really not a bad guy I'm really good but like the heroes are a little more subdued the people who play the heroes are usually a little more subdued a little more quiet they they gotta be cool and the guys who play the bad guys are kind of a lot more fun going a little more yeah there was a great article and I can't remember where I saw it, but about how, you know, about playing a bad guy and how that's, you know, how it's so much more gratifying as an actor because you have a lot more <clears throat> shades to play. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're the good guy, when you, you know, and, and Ben Ben and I have had this conversation, you know, it's a lot of pressure for him to kind of always be the light yeah. in a very He's the boy dark scout. city. Yeah, He's the he boy is. scout. And that could be tedious after a while, you know, and he sees, you know, you know Jada and I get, and Robin, <laughs> God knows, get to flail around and do all these colors yeah. and fun stuff. Uh, you know, he does that very well and because you have to have that as the the you know the the straight man to the to the to us crazy people so um uh so i give him a lot of credit for that but yeah it's it's a lot of fun to, to get because you got i mean like butch is a great example like you don't know where he, where it's gonna go with him i mean he could yeah. you know it, he has these moments there's a moment coming up where there's this beautiful tender moment that he has i won't say with who or what but <laughs> and it, it was so much fun to play that it, you know juxtaposed with you know shooting my buddy in the face <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> and by the way, shout out to John uh, Enos who played uh, Saviano. He was a great guy, was great. and, and uh, just a really just a, a spot on performance there. Mm, absolutely. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, let's dive into you mm-hmm. a little, Drew, a little oh, bit more. Yes. Right, this so is your this, life. Who's, gonna, who's coming through the door? Do you recognize this voice? <laughs> Well, I first will speak from personal experience, and I was so excited to have you in here because Drew and I had class together like 10 years ago, acting Uh, class. Maybe more. Probably was more. Yikes. I mean, we were were, were 20 (laughs) Right, totally, totally. Right out of middle school. (laughs) Exactly. Just young pups. Yeah, but so for me, I was so excited. I've been so excited to watch your career and see all this, like, all the success success that you've had because nicest guy in class, nicest guy in the world, like, one of the good guys won, you know? So I'd love to see this for you. 
means a lot. So, yeah. So, look, tell me how, like, you get from being in that class years ago, kind of how this path has been. And has there ever been a moment where you almost were like, no, you know, I, I, yeah. I, this isn't going to work out for me. And how did you, if there was, did you get yourself through that? Or, yeah, just tell me about your process. Well, that's, that's, that's uh, your spot on the money there. And, and you know, we, we had a lot of fun. Yeah. JJ was always so bubbly and exciting. And <laughs> no. Oh, really? you, know, you didn't see that going. I can't it? tell. I know. Ridiculous. You know, oh, like, okay. I, and she's one of those girls that, that looks like a model but will kick your butt in one-on-one <laughs> on a basketball oh, really? court. Yeah. So, so, I like, can see that. She's kind of the full package. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. But, oh, you guys are nice. Uh, for me, it's been it, – there's never been another – there's never been anything else that I could actually see myself doing. I mean, and that was that was true as a kid. I'd sit in the Avon Theater in Lebanon, Indiana and watch Back to the Future or whatever it was on the big screen and have this, like – physical feeling inside of like mm-hmm. I've got to do that. I had no idea how that was going to happen. You, you, there's not an express train to LA from Lebanon and Indiana, <laughs> but, but you know we don't have a long enough show to go into the whole path, but but I will say that you know, it, 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 the biggest thing for me is is having support. You know, I've been with my wife now. So we just celebrated our 11 year anniversary. Oh, wow. and, Congratulations! And I yeah. think, thank you. I think um, not enough is said about what it means to be an actor's <laughs> wife or husband or a partner or whatever. Um, that's been, you know, that's kept me going because it's definitely highs and lows. I mean, you guys know. What about coming out here, yeah. being from the Midwest? Because it's a yeah. different mentality. Yeah, living out in Indiana, and then you come into this world, whether whether you come through the West Side, to yeah. LA, yeah. or New York. Yeah, and that was the decision for me it was like i had the honda accord packed it's like am i going east or am i going west yeah. and uh uh yeah it, i i kept my indiana plates on my car for three years because <laughs> i'm like ah this isn't gonna last i'm gonna go home like i just i just it, it, i can't live in la i just don't know how this is gonna work um but but after i got my I got my first job in like the first i don't know four five six months on malcolm in the middle mm-hmm. and that got me my sag cool. card <clears throat> and and once I got that first taste, it was like, oh, okay, okay. This yeah. is this is what I was born to do. There's no doubt about it. This is this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So that that helped propel me because I, I gave myself when I the first I don't know three or four years, I, I got to town in uh, like June, or yeah, in middle beginning of June. And so that was my one year. Every year at that anniversary, I would assess how I had done, mm-hmm. and if I had made move forward, then I would give myself another year. If I had stayed the same or moved backward, then I had a six month probation, and then I was going to have to go home <laughs> because I didn't want to be. I'd met some people when I got out here early on that would like, yeah, you know, I'm, you know, I've been out here for forty years, and I'm never, yeah. it never worked, and and that's okay, but that was that wasn't going to work for me. Um, so I got lucky that 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 progression kind of slowly and sometimes more slowly than I would have liked but you know was always kind of in the right direction and and so it's it's very gratifying not only I I think you touched on it not only for me but for everybody else like my family my friends Mm -hmm. you know folks folks that have come along the way I I love it when people like oh hey I told my buddy that I knew you and and and, you know and it it was so fun and it's so fun to watch you on TV because that's you know it takes a village Mm -hmm. right so so that's really gratifying to to have everybody on the journey you know everybody on the, the bandwagon with me, you know. Are there aspects that you think growing up in Indiana have really helped you have success out here? Yeah, well, that'd be my family. I mean, my mom and dad and my brother and sister. I mean, I, I was very lucky to be born into a very nurturing and, and and not just my immediate family, my extended family, just a nurturing family. We have a family wedding this weekend in Pennsylvania, and, and uh, it, it's we just got that kind of family that we all like to be together. And and so mm-hmm. I think that was the biggest factor 
for me moving out here that I knew I had the confidence because of, you know, I was lucky enough to be born with parents that were like, yeah, we believe in you. You can do this. And, mm-hmm. and we're proud of you no matter what happens. <clears throat> I mean, not everybody gets that. And I, I know that now. Uh, and so I'm even more appreciative of that. You so. know, I, I'm just going to fly with this question because you seem like that kind of guy that I want to this. <laughs> oh. No, but it's a, it's a, no, I think it's a, yeah, boxer briefs. No, I saw that Twitter thing with your, uh, <laughs> with your underwear on your head. So I already, we already know, know, we already know the answer. Transformers, uh, tidy whities so, <laughs> really, yeah. Only because I don't make underoos anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, how important is it for, for an actor to pay it forward? You know, you talk about the support that you've had, but, uh, one thing I always see about, uh, people who talk about a lot of the, the, the main actors out here who have get the most jobs and book the most is how generous they are and how much they pay it forward. Yeah, I think that's uh, really important. Uh, I did an episode of NCIS last year or the year before, and Mark Harmon, I remember we were at the table read, and he came in, and he went around the, the, the room and shook everybody's hand, particularly those of us that were new, and, and made us feel welcome. And it didn't. It went beyond that. I mean, he, we were on set, and he you know took me aside, and we had a chat, and uh, you know took me in to see his Airstream, which he's very proud of on set. I, I really went to school on that because, one, as a guest star, you can uh, really be the odd man out because everybody's been working together on that show for 10 years. Um, and so for him to do that, uh, I was like, okay, there, there's a correlation here between that kind of attitude and a show being successful and uh, and him being successful. I think he's the most highest paid actor on TV or close to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a great question and it's something I strive to do and I hope to do more of. Um, it's hard because it's a hard business to help people until, until you're, even if you're really famous. I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough thing. You gotta, mm-hmm. the best thing you can do is nurture and advise and say, it's gonna be okay, hang in there. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I think about that a lot, you know, about the, the people along the way that, that helped me out. Um, you can't put a price on that. What's and, the biggest advice you can give to somebody out there who's, <clears throat> Making that trip from Indiana, yeah. keeping their plates. <laughs> well, the first thing I always say is, and this was told to me by a couple people, if there's anything else you can do and have a full, joyful life, do it. <laughs> because almost anything else is not going to be as difficult. And that's really true. And it's it's negative thing to say, but it's true. <laughs> However, mm-hmm. getting that out of the way, once you're here... Do everything you can do. Put yourself into it, you know, whether it's class or making your own stuff. When I moved out in 98, you know, there wasn't YouTube. There wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. opportunities, you know, to do a podcast or, or to put yourself on tape and put it on the Internet. Like, there's a lot of great opportunities. you got to do it. You know, you can't sit around and wait for somebody to do it for you. And and I think that's the biggest lesson is is learn, you know, go be an extra, you know, figure out how a set works, mm-hmm. you know, you know, be tenacious. Don't be Don't be pushy. Just be tenacious, um, you know, and, and if you believe in yourself, hopefully it'll work. <laughs> now, I got to bring this up because you brought it up. But I think I think it's a – no, I just think this is an awesome – look, the last time I said I was going off the cuff, you guys liked that, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, but I got to – come on. We got to talk We got to talk about Pee Wee because uh, I think yeah, that is so more about this awesome <laughs> that you were Mr. Window on Pee Wee Herman on Broadway. Yeah, I did the voices of Mr. Window and the Flowers and Randy, and then I was the mute voice? dancing bear. <laughs> Someone's coming. <laughs> Um, that was a, a, a crazy, wild, fun, bizarre experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I put myself, uh, I, went, I auditioned for the thing. I had no idea what it was. Uh, I get there. Uh, it was at the big Methodist church on the corner of Highland and Hollywood. And I walk in and there's 
Paul as Pee Wee, you know, yeah. Pee Wee, yeah. you know, and then yeah. and, and we're, we audition, and it, we, it was really kind of hard to tell what I knew it was a play, a Pee Wee Herman play, but it, it didn't really make sense. So I went in and went away, and, and I thought, well, that's just crazy. And then I, I went on a road trip with my wife, and I got a call like, oh, they want you back. I'm like, ah, sorry, I'm in like. Texas by now. Mm-hmm. I can't make it. Oh, too bad. And I like, put that to bed. Then I got to Indiana. We were driving to Indiana. And they're like, well, they wanted you anyway. And I'm like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> You're like, well, I don't know what this means. Is, is, is this a real thing? And he's like, yeah, it's going to be, you know, a, a big deal. I'm like, are you sure? My, my manager, Billy, God rest him. God rest him. He's still alive. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I, I've tried to kill him many times. He's, he's been my been with me from the beginning of my career. He's like, trust me, this is going to be huge. Uh-huh. Anyway, cut a very long story short. I found myself on Broadway, you know, making my Broadway debut in a large uh, bear suit. I was a mute dancing bear, <laughs> a pink sparkly bear suit. Uh, and then uh, oh. at the end of the the play, spoiler alert, I take my head off and peewee and i have a heart to heart and it's this great moment in the play and it was just it was as much fun for the job as as as, but also for all the people that came through the people i got to meet you know david bowie and and paul simon and and that was the hottest show on broadway yeah for for that limited run it was it was like three months but it was so much fun one time i came in the dressing room and salman rushdie and lou reed were standing next to each other (laughs) i think they came together i don't know it was weird it was it was bizarre it was fun and and yeah great experience yeah wow you can't you can't replicate that one <laughs> you're gonna have a good book eventually huh? yeah, right keep these notes That's down right. have pictures of that bear right. yeah. speaking of voiceovers well, uh we should also talk about you've done uh, video game voiceovers too people might recognize your your voice yeah that's that's been fun uh i did uh a couple. I've done a few, but Hitman Absolution was one that was a lot of fun. That was mm-hmm. the one that really, I, 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 you know, when they plopped down the two thousand page script, I'm like, oh my lord, you know, and doing all, figuring out how that all works. Um, I did some stuff on Grand Theft Auto Five, which was fun. So yeah, the writing on that is so great too. Oh, I, I can yeah. only imagine some I, of the stuff you had. And to say. I'm a really cre- they they hired two hundred voice actors, so you know, it's there's a lot of people that did that job. But my little portion was this this kind of uh, redneck guy that was like really creepy. And and I'm reading this stuff, and like as I'm reading it with this look on my face, and they're all laughing, like, "Whoa, this is intense." So I still haven't played the game to figure out where I am, but uh, at some point, maybe when Leo gets much older, we'll we'll try. <laughs> How was the session for that? Because I know that video games sometimes can be really long sessions. Was it was it a long day of? <clears throat> Grand Theft Auto was quick. I mean, mm-hmm. that was they they were in and out. Um, Hitman, you know, we did several several uh, different uh, sessions, and and that was. Um, the director on that was really great because he kind of helped walk me through it, and it was a real education. I mean, you do voiceovers, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it's it can be tedious, and it can, you know, by the end of it, your voice is thrashed, mm-hmm. and and it's hard, kind of, over that course of time, to keep your brain right. Like, okay, you've said this thing fifteen different ways. Like, okay, now what? But um, but it was good, and and boy, we don't we all know that video games are, are making more money than movies now, so yeah. it's the wave of the future. And how was it as an actor, not just having everything with your voice, but still having to bring the character? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's a real challenge and a fun one, but a real challenge. Yeah. And I've done a little bit of the motion capture, which is also kind of crazy uh-huh. and fun and, and different, you know, because you're in your body and you're acting, but you're not. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy experience. I hope to get to do more of that. I really do. 
Yeah. Cool. So we, we talked about going to New York, but then yeah. you also you met your wife when you were shooting in Australia, right? As a cowboy, right. as one yes. of your yeah, I can young, tell about that. young Hoss Cartwright mm-hmm. in a prequel to Bonanza. When ninety percent of your your people watching are like, "What? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Go ask your grandparents about it, uh, Bonanza." But it was yeah, it was a great job. It, it got me to Australia, and I met my wife, who was a makeup artist on the show, and mm-hmm. and uh, it was I got to be in Australia for nine months playing a cowboy. It's the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> I mean, and that was my first. You know, I did Malcolm. And then this was the first job after Malcolm. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> this is I can't believe yeah. I'm getting paid to do this. Yeah, uh, and we still beautiful. go back to Australia, you know, often. Obviously, you know, her family's there now. And you have dual citizenship, You're, yeah. Right? I, I do. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. I was uh, I was an immigrant, and I came to Australia. <laughs> I came to the Australian uh, shores looking for work, looking uh, for the Australian dream. It's so friendly there. I love that place. Do you have a favorite place there? Uh, well, I'm 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 partial to Melbourne because that's where you know we live. That's where my yeah. in-laws live. Um, but but the Great Ocean Road is gorgeous uh, along the, the coast there in Victoria. I shot the Marine up in the Gold Coast, which is a whole other kind of experience, kind of. But uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a Melbourne boy, yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, you just recently, if we can talk about some upcoming work that you have, yeah, yeah. so you just recently got done doing a film. I, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a just a quick hitter on a uh, a movie called Geostorm that Gerard Butler's doing. Um, it's a great cast: Ed Harris and uh, Andy Garcia, Jim Sturgis, uh, several other great people on IMDb. You can look up right now. But um, <laughs> Dean Devlin, uh, I worked with him on Leverage, which was a great experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leverage was a great show. I only did two episodes. But the the character was uh, one of my favorites, Jack Hurley, and and um, and uh, that show was really cool because it gave me my little first little taste into the world of, of the the comic book world. Even though it's not comic, it was a similar kind of fan base. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even did a, 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 a convention in England uh, a few years back, and and it was a lot of fun being a part of that show. John Rogers and and Chris Downey and Dean Devlin were really smart and fun people. So this is Dean's directorial debut and a, f- a feature directorial debut and and uh it's a big movie, you know, yeah. big budget movie. Uh it was basically a big fight scene with Gerard. Uh it was a scene they I don't know if they had added it or they had added to it and Dean called me up. I was actually in the airport flying back to LA cuz I've been basically bouncing back and forth between LA and New York and he's like any chance you're free next week uh, to come to New Orleans I'm like as a matter of fact I am wow. and so Gerard and I yeah. had this fight scene over two days um, and it was a lot of fun and he's a great guy <laughs> we, we had a, way too much fun and, uh, <laughs> in a good way in a clean yeah. healthy way but yeah. you know just just a lot of a great great little experience so I, I think that movie is going to be something else it's 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 massive when will that one come out? Um, yeah. I think yeah. they said it was 2016 uh, they just they just released the date and I can't remember when but It'll be worth checking out. It'll be big time. And it's it's kind of a, the, the, at least the first that I can remember, big budget movie dealing with climate, uh, mm-hmm. the whole climate issue. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that turns out. Dean's a great guy and, uh, and good at what he does. Do you find that you're getting more uh, calls after Gotham? Now that people are seeing you on a week to week basis on a on a very publicized show, yeah, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't, <laughs> hurt. <laughs> and, and that's that's the kind of the the not so secret secret about this work is that you can I can be doing the same work that I've been doing for the last five years, but you know it's 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 yeah. all about the, the kind of snowball effect, and so so it's 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 uh, whether it's right or wrong, it is what it is, and yeah. and and I'm kind of happy to be on that train right now mm, cool. because there's nothing you know any actor will tell you it's it's one of the great things about being an actor is you love to go to work, yeah, you know, know and yeah. that's true for me definitely that's awesome yeah. yeah. 
Is there anything you can tell us about we, what we might see coming up? Yeah, give us, give our any, fans. Uh, we don't want to get you in trouble, but any little things. Especially after last week, you <laughs> yeah. gotta know there's, uh, there's obviously, obviously, Butch is a part of this major plan. Yes, based well, on what we see. Well, uh, what I can tell you is this: that, that I think it's pretty clear after the way the last episode ended that Butch is putting his uh, chips in full on with fish, and so uh, I, I think you can sense the the turmoil building in the city, mm-hmm. and and you got. And you got Falcone, and and uh, yeah, ev- eventually that's going to blow, and and um, so I think it's uh, it's safe to say, you know, at least for now, Butch and Fish are going to. They're gonna have a, a, a be 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 it's pushing fish against the world for a little while and 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 then some then some stuff happens that I, I wish I, I just could, say I wish, yeah. Bush is gonna be Joker we know <laughs> yeah, we know it's already Bush is gonna I've be gotten, Joker I've gotten so many tweets about that I'm oh like, yeah oh wouldn't that be great <laughs> There's no chance that's true but I would love that yeah. yeah I just wondered and I don't know if you can answer this now because you have seen out there but I I wondered I'm thinking, I wonder if Butch would ever would turn on her if he's gonna get to the point where he's gonna get a taste of all this. Yeah. Well, and want it for himself. Let's put it this way: it's addressed in a very interesting and cool way down the road. And in fact, some of the stuff we're shooting now. So, again, Bruno and the writing team have have Mm -hmm. done it again. He came to set uh, when we were shooting, and and Jada and I kind of he laid out the plans for the rest of the season. And I looked over at the two of us, and we were literally on the edge of our seat, (laughs) like or you know, on set on the edge of our seat, like this, like you know, like just completely wrapped by what he was saying. it's just a, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun ride, guys. So, all the way to twenty two. Awesome. So, so here, let me put it this way. Maybe, maybe you can give us a little more insight on this. If Gotham was a video game <laughs> that your son was playing, okay, <laughs> what level boss would Butch be? <laughs> Where would we find Butch in the game? If there was a Gotham video game and you got to play Jim Gordon, let's say, or Bullock, you got your choice. Where would Butch be in the game? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know how to answer that question. <laughs> I, I, the first thing that popped in my head was uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Do you remember that game? <laughs> yeah, like, like, is he like Bull? Is he Bull, Bull or <laughs> Mr. Sandman? Mr. Sandman? Like, Iron Sheik? I'm like, wait, 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 be a different one. But anyway, yeah, he's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where he's going to go. And that's kind of part of the fun of it, too, is, is that... Um, I used to be that I wished I wanted to know as much as I could know, um, mm-hmm. and now I realize that it's, it's kind of better to not have that knowledge because I can play the moment. I can play what I know, mm-hmm. you know, right mm-hmm. here, and, and 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 that makes the job a, a lot more fun for me. Yeah, so, oh, cool. Yeah. It's good yeah. stuff, though. Just just trust me. It's oh. good stuff. Coming. Okay. Oh, yeah. we can't wait. <laughs> That's a good tease. I like yeah, that full tease. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll let you off with that. I'm going to go with You're going to go with your ball bowl? Yeah. If Gotham was Mike Tyson's punch out? Because Ball Bowl's the third guy you face out of like seven or eight. That's my favorite. I like Ball Bowl. That's the one that people remember the most, I think. Yeah, they remember him a lot. Yeah. Okay, cool. I haven't thought about that in a long time. This is good. This is good fun. That's that's another reason why it's fun to be a part of this world is I get to, you know, dive back into the 12 year old me. You know, that's awesome. It's awesome. And a great time with your kid, too. Absolutely. He was Batman for Halloween this year. And the best part was my wife was was Catwoman. I was going to say that. I saw that one and I love that because, you know, what growing up my mom always she dressed up as well she didn't dress up she played Catwoman with us though and she would chase us around the house awesome. me and my brother yes she really? loved playing awesome. wow. I want to see wait, pictures wait, wait, of that wait, wait. <laughs> next week on After Buzz TV pictures <laughs> yeah. of JJ JJ. and her mom as Catwoman who were you? I didn't meet, she would chase me and my brother we were little kids and we would be like mom will you play Catwoman and she's like no I'm too busy mom will you play we keep bugging her and she would just toy with us and all of a sudden she'd turn around and she'd go <laughs> she'd hiss and then she'd chase us through awesome. the house and we would just scream awesome. Awesome. so maybe your wife couldn't do that 
out to oh, your yeah. son she, and you through and the she house. She will. She will. Another very important question, though. Yeah. One of our last predictions here from you. Okay. So are your Colts going to make it to the Super Bowl? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm right. required by law to say that. And that's, that's a great question. Yeah, I'm, I am a diehard Colts fan. I'm a diehard Indiana anything fan, but, uh, it's going to be tough next week. You yeah. know, playing our old fella, Peyton Manning, who I still got mad love for, but, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shock the world. We're gonna shock the world. just like Butch. See, the thing about yeah. Butch is you underestimate him till it's too late. <laughs> Same with the Colts. No. You underestimate him till it's too there you late. Go. Suddenly, yeah, yeah. And then we're gonna beat the Patriots, which is always fun. Oh yeah, trust me. As a New Yorker, I love it when the Patriots lose. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's it. That's it, man. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I think that about wraps I think us got up. It. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much Thanks, for guys. coming. This was it's a been lot of fun. So, it's been a blast. We appreciate you taking <laughs> the time. Great to see you so. again. Oh, great to see you too. Where can everybody follow you at? Uh, I'm at uh, the Drew Powell on Twitter and Hoss rides again on Instagram. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right, and you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nandovel N A N D O V E L, and here on AfterBuzz covering a bunch of shows, including The Walking Dead, Scorpion, Blacklist, and a whole bunch of others. I'm just gonna yeah, I'll take another oh. five minutes. Yeah. So, awesome. but those are the big three. Yeah. Awesome. And I'm at JJ Jurgens on Twitter and Jurgens JJ on Instagram, and here too at AfterBuzz. So, <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 